everyone. Welcome to Victory Church. It's Tuesday, July 21st. Thank you for connecting with us. I hope you are having a great evening today, and I hope you had a great day today. We are going to talk about God's God's whisper, and I know you are going to enjoy today's topic. I know I certainly enjoyed putting this topic together, and thank you for joining. It's going to be such a great time in the Word of God. You are going to enjoy it. I promise it's going to be great. And Jesus is Lord in our hearts. He's Lord in my heart. And again, today is July 21st. It's 8 p.m. East Coast, 5 p.m. West Coast. And I saved the best for last. It is 7 p.m. here in Texas, in Odessa, Texas. And again, we are going to be talking about God's whisper. And if you would like to send a prayer request, just send it to info at vchurch.us and someone will respond right back to you. And if you would like to write a comment or chat with us right here live on Facebook or YouTube, you can do that right now. And I don't know if you know it, but we have like 307 episodes so far on iTunes podcast. My tongue got tied there. It's on iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, um, um, Podomatic, Spotify. There's worship music out there, Bible messages. And also, my husband has written many, many books out there on um, mygiancarla.com. You can find these stories. There's all kinds that you can see. There's one on a dog named Frankie. There's all kinds. They're original stories. Their original music, everything is original. And there's one for women there that's inadequate, called inadequate, for the, she's very insecure. Then you can find all of these on mygiancarlo.com. There are many, as you can see here. One of them is Unmask, that is um, drama. And there's one called Inadequate, that is about a young girl who is um, very insecure. There's one on Tears of Joy that is, oh, I guess I said joy. I don't know why I said that is Tears of Joy. And it's a romantic uh, romantic. You know, I always say movie. I don't know why I say that. It's a romantic story, and it's a very good story. And there's one on Survive. For, for all you men out there, or women who like action stories. And there's one called One Year Later that's a Christmas story that regarding actions that just turns out really good at the end of the story. There's one called Frankie where he um, helps his family and he's the hero of the family. And there's one on baseball that actually comes out of Andrews, Texas. And it's on softball. And then there's one called um, Year 2064 that it's about the future. It's a, these are all really good, really good stories. And they're all free. And if you would like to connect with Victory Church, you can do so by coming on Sundays at 10 a.m. right here 
in Odessa at 10 a.m. We would love to meet you. We have coffee and donuts. You would like to show up earlier. And you know, we, we would love to meet you and talk with you. We have live uh, broadcasts throughout the week. We have Vitamins from Heaven. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and even if you if you can't make it on Sundays, we would love to meet you in person right here at Victory Church, and the address is going to be on the screen here in a second, 5 p.m. on Saturdays. It's just a great time for us to meet you, and you can see our church in person. Again, 2400 West 81st Street, and July 21st, that's right now. 8 p.m., 7 p.m., 5 p.m., all around the world, <laughs> we're going to talk about God's whisper. And I would like to talk, not talk, but pray. And we want to pray right now to open our hearts to the Word of God. Father, I come to you right now in Jesus' name. And I just ask that you open our hearts and in particular, not just our hearts, but our ears to your voice. Our ears to your voice. So that we can hear what you are saying to us through your word. Because it's through your word that you speak to us. It's through your word that you speak to us. And I thank you, Father, that we hear what you want us to hear today. In the name of Jesus. That was good, wasn't it? I just, you know, we need to we need to pray that we hear what he wants us to hear. First Kings 19:11. And this is what the Lord is um, speaking to Elijah. The Lord said, "Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by." Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Are you listening? Are you listening? You know, when I go back to um, that verse, it says, when Elijah heard it. You know, you have to open your ears to hear things. Um, I guess you can't really open your ears. <laughs> That's kind of funny sounding, isn't it? But you have to have your ears open to hear things. So Elijah heard it. He heard a gentle whisper. So are you listening for the whisper or the voice of God? Are you listening? You have to listen. 1 Kings 19.12 says, After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. Are you searching for the Lord with all your heart. And I go back two slides again. Are you listening? You know, I think back. I think back to a time five years ago. Five years ago, we were in a 
an apartment at, at the time. And I, was, I had gotten up that morning. I had many things to do. Had to clean clothes. Had to, um, there was many chores around the house that I had to do. And I was in the habit of doing my devotion with, with the Lord every morning. But this particular morning, I immediately started doing all the chores that I had to do. Did I stop to do my devotion that morning? No, I did not. And so I, I, was, I was going back and forth, doing my clothes, putting the clothes in the washer, and then snapping back and forth and not folding the clothes. And then take, you know, going back and forth. You know, m- many of you women know what I'm talking about. Just getting things vacuuming, you know, mopping, getting things done. And as I passed by the bar, the, the bar of, uh, of our kitchen, we don't have a bar. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But with the, the, the countertop in our, in our kitchen, um, I could hear as I went by with the basket ready to fold clothes, I heard this voice, Tracy. And I kind of turned my head. Ah, that was nothing. So I went to the, I went to the bedroom, put, you know, folded the clothes, put them away, and I came back with something else to go to the, go somewhere and pass by the kitchen again. And, you know, I think the reason why I, I heard my name is because in the kitchen next to, next to where um, I heard my name is a chair that I normally sat down to do my devotion. That's, that's what I think. I don't know. But as I came back again, I heard this, Tracy. And this happened like three or four times. And I finally stopped and sat in that chair. I said, all right. I mean, because it became really eerie. And I guess because, I guess the reason why I I, I kind of I was kind of shaking a little bit, and maybe I wouldn't have shook so much if it wasn't for the fact my husband wasn't home. <laughs> if, if Gian had been there, I probably would have been fine. But he wasn't there, and I was, I was kind of a little shaking a little bit. And I finally sat down, and I thought, Lord, please tell me this is you saying my name. And I just sat there, and I was, you know, my hairs were kind of standing up. And I really thought I heard someone say my name, Tracy. And it was him. It was him. And I sat there, and I just kind of closed my eyes. He said, you did not stop and do your devotion with me this morning. That is why you haven't, because this had been happening throughout the week where I had been not putting him first every morning, and I hadn't been hearing his voice. I had not been hearing his voice, a gentle whisper. Are you searching for the Lord with all your heart? I had not been doing that, and therefore I had not been hearing his voice, and I had been questioning God, why am I not hearing you here lately? Why am I not hearing you? I had not been putting him first. And so I sat there. He said, you haven't been hearing my voice. I said, no, Lord, I haven't. He said, I want you to close your eyes. And so I closed my eyes. I said, well, what what am I closing my eyes for? He says, close your eyes and be quiet. He said, now you tell me what you hear. And again, the hairs began to stand up on my arms. He says, what do you hear? 
And I said, I can, I can hear like the, the air conditioning. You know, you can, hear, you can hear like the air coming out of the vents. And I could hear like um, some birds outside. He said, but you have to listen really hard to hear those slight noises, don't you? I said, yes, Lord, I do. He said, you need to sit down and be still and be quiet. Again, I had to put him first. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will search for me. And when you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. Let me read that again. You will search for me. And when you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. You will find me. I had to start putting him first before I could find him. I came up with this acronym. You know, if we want to search in order, we have to search for him to find him. Another, another word for searching is seeking. You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. I had to seek God. So I put together this acronym to make it easier for me. S-E-E-K. Study the word. You know, study the word you understand what study means. There are books involved when you study. And study, when you study and there are books, there are teachers, correct? There are teachers. And so when there are teachers, they, they're the ones that help you to understand what are in those books, right? They're, they help you to understand. And when it comes to the Word of God... Who helps you to understand what's in the Word of God? If you don't understand something that's in the Word of God, your pastor. Well, I listen, I listen to such and such on TV. I don't, I don't go to a church. I listen to so-and-so on TV. Well, that's not your, pers- that's not your pastor. You need to find a, a, you need to have a personal pastor. Well, I, you need to have a mentor. Well, I, I, go, I go to a church. Well, let me ask you, does this, does this pastor know your name? Well, no, he doesn't know my name. Well, then he's not your personal pastor. You need to have a pastor that knows your name, that, is, that can mentor you and help you to understand what's in the Word of God so that he can help you to understand what's in there if you, have, if you have questions. Examine. This is the next letter, E. Examine the word. And when I think about examine the word, I'm thinking about line by line, line by line. And let's just take a short, a short <laughs> verse Love never fails. That's just three words. I mean, you can take many verses out of the Bible and dissect them. Instead of examine the word, dissect them. Love never fails. Love. God is love. Love. God never fails. He will always 
be there for you. Love never fails. So study the word. Have a personal mentor, a pastor. Examine the word of God. This is how you search. This is how you search and seek after the Lord. Examine the word. You need to explore and find in the word what it is that you need. That that you need in your life. What is it that you need? Find. Open your open your Bible. How does the I have always have these questions. Well, how does the Lord speak to you? You're you're waiting for the Lord to speak audibly to you. Well, I, I hate to I hate to tell you this, but it's not going to happen. The number one way that God Well, I'm not going to say that. But the number one way that God speaks to us today is through his word. Open the word of God. That is how he speaks to you. The word of God is how he speaks to you today. The number one way. So open that word and find in the word what it is that he, that you need in the word, that you need in your life. Be a keeper of his word in your heart. Be a keeper. You're saying, well, what does that mean? Well, let me give you an example. Say you go on a vacation and someone says, here, I have a, I have a vacation house. Let's say, where do you want to go? Let's say you want to go to Florida and go to a beach where there's water. I'm going to give you my keys to my house for a week or two. But don't lose my keys. Don't lose my keys. Otherwise, you won't be able to get back. You'll, you'll lose the chance of getting back into my house. You will be in a lot of trouble if you lose my keys. You better keep my keys in your pocket or in your purse. Don't lose them because you'll get in a lot of trouble. Now, how does that apply to us today? Well, there's a commandment that I think about. What if, you know, God is very faithful. God is very faithful. God says, do not covet another person's, another man's wife, another wife's husband. Do not covet another person's spouse. What if you, what if you covet and cross that line? And you don't keep that commandment. You, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And not only will you probably and more likely. And you will lose that spouse. Because the grass is not greener on the other side, folks. You are going to lose that spouse. And if you have children with that spouse. You are going to lose that spouse. You're going to lose your children. You are going to lose your family, your home, everything. I'm not saying that all that cannot be restored, but you're going to make a big mistake. So be a keeper of the word in your heart. Guard the word of God in your heart. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Study, examine, explore, be a keeper of the word, of the, of his word in your heart. 
Jeremiah 7.23 says, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you will be my people, and walk in all the ways that I command you, that it may be well with you. God wants us to obey his voice. His voice. He doesn't want us to obey the world's voice. He wants us to obey his voice. And in, in order for us to obey his voice, we have to listen. We have to listen. We have to get into his word, and we have to know what his word says. If we don't know what his word says, how can we obey it? We have to be in church to hear the word from our pastors. We have to search the word with all of our hearts. And then when we, then we, know, when we know what the word says, that's when we can obey it. And when we obey it, then it's well with us. Then it's well with us. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. And I was thinking about this earlier. Be still and know that I am God. How are you going to know what he is saying unless you are still? <laughs> you, can't, you can't know what he is saying unless you are still. How, how can you hear anything? How can you hear what he's saying to you? How, how can you hear? You know, when, when I was growing up, you know, I'm thinking about something, a story that my dad told me about his dad. My dad has told me for years that his dad never raised his voice. And I, I can hear a lot of people today you know, so many families, the parents are always yelling at their kids. I, you know, I don't know of a lot of parents. Maybe there are some parents out there that never raise their voice. That's, that's an uncommon thing these days. But my grandfather never raised his voice, ever. And it was a very calm voice. He never raised his voice to his children, to my dad or to my uncle. And my dad said... Even if, my dad said, even if I thought that he said something from two rooms over, he said, you better run to say, Dad, did you say something? <laughs> because if we didn't, we were in big trouble. You have to be still to hear. H how are you going to know what he says unless you're, you're still? You can't hear anything otherwise. You have to listen. Listen for his voice, even if it's just a whisper. And he will talk to you. God does speak to us today, people. That wasn't for years ago, back in the Bible times, to Abraham and Moses and Isaac and all those great men of God. He speaks to us today. You know, when I tell people that God said, so, God said something to you, God, God speaks to you. Well, of course he speaks to us, and he's going to speak to you. 
He doesn't just speak to us in the word of God through, through the papers. He will speak to you if you will listen through the word. And when you, when you ask for wisdom, he will, he will give you wisdom. When you ask him about a certain financial, uh, financial um, purchase, God, should, what should I do? The, um, I'm thinking here. What was that again? My pastors will talk to you. Go, go to your mentors. You have, you have pastors. You know, just right then I had, I had to stop and be still and think what it was I needed to, to, to tell you, to relate to you. That's why it's so important to have mentors. There are so many people that can be mentors. My husband and I have mentors in our lives, and we talk to them frequently. But probably the best mentor you can have is your pastor. That's why you, your pastor, he needs to know your name. You have to have a personal pastor and have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with your pastor Correct? How can he be your mentor if you don't know his name, if he doesn't know your name? And in or that way he can, he can, he can um, tell you and understand, share with him your problems, and he can, this is what you need to do. He can direct you the right paths and say, you know, I've been thinking about this particular situation. What do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? Well, um, what do you think I should do, Pastor? That, you know, the answer needs to be biblical. And he will open his word, open the word of God, and he can show you. Well, right here, this is what Jesus said. You can't argue with what Jesus said. And, and let me share with you something that I learned a long time ago. Because, you know, I believe in the Old Testament and I believe in the New Testament. But let me tell you one thing. One thing I've learned a long time ago in my life. When it, when it came to something that I needed guidance on, it always came down to, what does Jesus say? If it was something that um, I was going back and forth, you know, you know I, see, I see something here in the Old Testament, and I see all these things in the New Testament. Well, what does Jesus say? It always, I always had to go with what, what Jesus said. You know, it's never going to contradict with what Jesus says. You know, it's not going to contradict, you know, the Bible doesn't contradict with itself anyway. But if I, if I couldn't understand something, you know, I had to go with what Jesus said if, if I was confused about something. And let me tell you something. You can change. You can, you can hear. You can hear the word of God. How? By giving your heart to God. I've never heard... His voice, well, give, give your heart to God. Have you given your heart to God? 
Have you given your heart to God? Well, one way to give your heart to God is simply by Romans 10.9. It says, if you openly say, openly say, open your mouth and say with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from death. (laughs) Yes, he raised him from death. You will be saved. Yes, you will be saved. You will be saved. Did you say that? Did you open your mouth just now and say that? Because if you did, you're saved. It's a, you're saying right now, I can hear someone say, it, it's not as easy as that. Yes, it is. All you have to do is believe in your heart. You, if you believe in your heart that, that he's Lord, then that's all there is to it. You have eternal life. All you have to do is believe in your mind, believe in your heart, say it out loud. Hallelujah. You're, you're saved. You're going, you're going to heaven. You're eternal. And I will see you there one day. <laughs> That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it, people. That's all there is to it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching, people. Tomorrow, Wednesday, July 22nd. I hope to see you there, and we thank you for watching today. Bye-bye. Ciao. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us, and our phone number is 432-614-9798.